Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Charles Brady is new in town. You could actually talk to him? Yeah, he's nice. Real nice. The girls all like him. The teachers all respect him. Your teachers in Ohio must have been sorry to lose such a creative young man. The parents all trust him. He's utterly charming. But nobody really knows him. Like his mother. Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, Catober is in full swing <laughs> with Stephen King's Sleepwalker. Yeah. Uh, but first, <laughs> babe. Steve. I'm a little parched. You are? I am. Well, we have from Utah Brewing. Scottish Ale, 4.0% alcohol by volume. Yep, that's all it says, Scottish Ale. All right, Scottish Ale, 4%. Woo! I'm going to pop my top. Oh! My top. Ooh, sound like a double latch there. Yeah. And the pour? Yeah, this is a beautiful brown ale. It's got an off-white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Mmm. Yeah, nice malty aroma as a Scotch ale. Scottish ale should. Mm. Yeah, it's Scottish, not Scottish. Scotch Sorry, ale, not a Scotch yeah. ale. Scottish yeah. ale. Yeah. Almost cereal, cereal-like. 
Oh, hello, Pickles Cage. Yes. Almost cereal-like on the aroma there. Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah. Malt forward. Yeah, just a nice little uh, mild, easy drinking beer. But yeah, I got a nice little caramel notes. A little bit mm-hmm. of yeah, like the, the like uh, like bread, like toasted bread. Yeah, a little, gr- little gro- grainy, little toasty, delightful beer. Almost yeah, you can taste a little bit of the smoked peat in it. Mm. So yeah. Steve, Pete sleep, Pete, Pete oh. mate, sleepwalkers, sleepwalkers, <laughs> cat people light. Yeah, basically, yeah, 1992, uh, basically, it's a lot like the last one we did, Cat People, yet instead of a erotic fantasy, uh, it was written by Stephen King. <laughs> uh, from director Mick Garris. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> uh, well, you might know him from uh, Critters 2, uh, Psycho 4, The Beginning, I don't think I've seen that one. I don't, I didn't, don't think I knew there was a fourth one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's like six or seven now oh no um this um and then you did like the the stand the Stephen king's the stand yeah. the tv series uh the shining tv series <laughs> that the one, was terrible yeah well uh a tv movie called lost in oz mm-hmm. oh did that have the t-1000 in it no no that was a uh, oh, that was tin the tin man, man. tin man because yeah. i would say that was really good and a bunch of TV stuff after that. He was also the writer on Batteries Not Included, <gasps> The Fly 2, <gasps> and Hocus Pocus, your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I do like that movie. Steve does not like Hocus Pocus, folks. Because I'm not a 12-year-old girl. And from writer Stephen King. Who's hey, Steve? You may know him as the director of Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, the greatest movie ever written on cocaine. <laughs> oh, well, there's a lot of movies out there written on cocaine. You know what? We have to do some research. Get our top five movies written on cocaine. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he writes like everything. Um, and then starring Brian Krause, repeat offender on this podcast. Ooh. As Charles Brady. Mitch and Amick as Tanya Robertson. Alice Krieg as Mary Brady. And special guest stars we'll, uh, co- we'll talk about later. Because <laughs> <laughs> was not expecting him for this movie. Uh, so babe. Steve. Remember how this movie starts out? How does this movie start out, Steve? Webster's Dictionary of a Sleepwalker, of course. <laughs> Somebody who walks in their sleep? <laughs> no. No, no, the other one from like the, I don't know, some almanac in 1884 where it's a shape-shifting being that sucks the life force out of its victims. Yeah, and space vampire. As soon as I read life force, I'm like, I'm in. I'm fucking space in. Space vampire. <laughs> but then we did go to bodega bay california to yeah. a crime scene <gasps> yeah and as it's uh as we're pulling up to the crime scene uh there's music playing in the background that i'm gonna drop right here that had me thinking about the fujis yeah Now that I 
Escape, sleep, walk, awake. Yeah. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound mate. <laughs> Video that. Here I come. You get that. <laughs> Two cops pull up and they're just walking up. And there's fucking cats hanging and dead like, cats everywhere, like, hanging on nooses and like yep. flipped inside out and it, it chopped is a, in half. And Charles laying around. <laughs> it is like the final episode of CSI. <laughs> yeah, even got cops making bad bad jokes. I swear to God, I was waiting for the. But uh, we, I was looking at like the the one officer, and I'm like, I know this guy from somewhere. Where do I know him from? <laughs> and then I was like, picturing him without his mustache, and it's like, holy shit, it's Mark Hamill. What the fuck's hey! he doing in this movie? <laughs> they have him lit super weird, so it is sort of hard to tell it's Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. is exciting. It's Mark Hamill. If we ever get him on the Mr. Hamill, when you're on the podcast, we have exclusively Sleepwalker questions. For <laughs> Absolutely. Him. Oh, you were in Star Wars too. That's cute. See, um, now I want to, like, go and, like, get an autograph and be like, I loved you in Sleepwalkers. <laughs> he's like, I don't remember being in that movie. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they go, they're investigating this house where all these cats are strung up. And uh, there's, there's a little noise coming from the kitchen. And then, oh, you get the cat jump scare, which everybody <laughs> expects. But then a body falls out of the fucking closet and Ooh, screams while it's doing it. Uh, wait, that corpse just screamed? Yes, it did. <laughs> it's just a corpse. Just, you know, the scream was added to, I guess, get people to jump out of their seats. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But they're, and they're looking at the, the, the corpse when it, when it hits the ground. And they're like, it, it, it's like a dry out. It, it's like a mummy corpse. Like, it's all yeah. dried out and, like, just basically bones and, like, flaky skin on top. And they're like, oh, my God, who you spec that is? That's our little girl. And it's got like the little uh, little flower in her hair. Yeah. And she and she's like in like a little girl dress or whatever. But yeah, obviously like mummified and yeah. super creepy. And so then roll credits. Stephen King sleepwalkers. <laughs> yeah. During the credits, there's like all the uh, pictures of cat people throughout history and like an art and on, <laughs> on these like hieroglyphics and stuff like that. And uh, and then we cut to Travis, Indiana. And I've written down not in Maine. What? How can this be a Stephen King story if it's not in Maine? What? <laughs> Impossible. So this is not a real Stephen King movie. We meet little, uh, what's it, Charles Brady, um, just sitting in his room doing whatever, cats outside meowing, <laughs> and then he just, like, starts cutting himself a little bit, and it's like, or like, yeah. like he, he like, take, cuts the T or something He cuts the T into his shoulder. Tanya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, this is already getting creepy, uh, stalker yeah. territory. Um, oh yeah, no, and, yeah, and then his his mom comes in and is like, "Is that the girl? What do you think of her?" Well, I haven't met her yet. Yeah, super creepy, but and it's about to get creepier. Yeah, and then they hear a snap outside. <gasps> a cat just missed being caught in a bear trap, and they're like, "Damn it! Don't worry, we'll get him next time." You get him, you always get him. <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting to understand these people. All right, yeah, <laughs> cats and bear traps. It's the only way to be safe, ain't that right, Pickles? He says with the cat draped fully across his lap. Yeah, and two more on the way. Yes! Oh my god, at the time of this recording tomorrow, I pick up little Cameron and little Poe! <laughs> yeah, little calico <laughs> kitties. Yes, they're actually technically tortoiseshells. They're cats, babe, they're not tortoiseshells. <laughs> they're, they're tortoiseshell kitties because they don't do, have white. Do you smell almonds? 
<laughs> the tortoiseshell kitty, Steve. <laughs> they're torties. I think they're actually torbies because they've got little tabby markings too. So anyway, back in the world of sleepwalkers. Uh, Kitties! <laughs> then, we, then we get that uh, that old-timey music playing, and uh, we get Charles just dancing around with his mom. Yep. And just Not dancing. Not creepy at all. And then dancing, and they start yeah. talking and embracing yeah. each other, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's... just rubbing up on each other. And then he just... Picks his mom up and takes her upstairs. Carries her across the threshold. Oh boy. <laughs> Another one of those movies, am I right? Oh yeah. An incestuous race. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm learning about all these cat movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at you, cat. Weirdo. Uh, yeah, we cut across town, the movie theater, and I, I, I guess movie theater is like closing up or whatever, because... Uh, we get uh, little Tanya. She's there. She's got her headphones on, going full. I don't know. Adventures in babysitting, just dancing yeah. around like. Da, 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 yeah, she got her headphones me. on. She's got the the little thing that like uh, you roll across the carpet and it picks up. Oh yeah, those the things. stuff. Are those still around? I don't know. I remember we used to have one, and I liked using it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. It was around the time you noticed the uh, the sign that said uh, sushi. We thought we said on the, the neon sign that it said sushi. Totally looked like sushi, and I was like, "I'm not eating sushi in Ohio." <laughs> you know, in, in, a, in an Indiana movie theater? No, right? I don't think so, my friend. No, it turns out it said slushy. Yeah, but it totally looked like sushi. Yeah, yeah. From a hard angle. Basically, while she's dancing around, eyes closed, not giving a fuck about what's going yeah. on around here, boom, she bumps into Charles. And he's like, oh, hey, I was wondering if I could uh, just get a, I don't know, Diet Coke and some popcorn. Yeah, yeah so they're sure. not close. She's just shitty at her job. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so we get the little meet cute between them, but then he uh, he goes off. Next day, uh, oh, yeah, he's, like, walking home or something like that, and uh, the cops are there, and... At his, at his mom's house well his house i guess yeah and uh like a cat jumps out and he's like ah and the mom comes out and is like oh that's right officer that's why we gotta get all these cats out of here because <laughs> of his severe allergy uh, <laughs> and then the mom's like did you get it did you mean it did you get it did you get it for me like no maybe tomorrow the time wasn't right like you know i need it and i'm like is she talking th- about th- drugs yeah and then she's like i'm starving yeah so then we cut back to, I don't know, high school class where uh, yeah. Charles is spouting some poetry and uh, the teacher is played by Glenn Shaddix. You might know yeah. from like Beetlejuice and Demolition Man and you stuff like him. that. You know him. He's a great character actor. Yeah. Basically, he's you know, re- reading his poetry and of course the teacher's like, well, what do you think, class? And uh, Tanya's like, I liked it. It was very emotional. They, they seem so alone. Sad. The mom and the son were all alone. Yeah. So Charles like thanks her after class, and oh, that's right. She's like talking to her friends. The friends like, you gonna fuck him or what? Well, like, they're like, like, you could even talk to him. Apparently, oh, so this is one of those movies where he's apparently completely irresistible. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. have you seen him? He's a good-looking dude. It's true. I mean, we're talking about. Return to the Blue Lagoon, Brian Krause. Yeah. Smokey and the Bandit 2.0, Brian Krause. So he was exclusively in inbred hick movies? Incestuous movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, Charles like offers Tanya a ride home. And I think, oh, that's right. They go to her house, drop her off. And she's like, well, you might as well come inside. Like, All right. 
And uh, like my they... parents aren't home yet. Let's go up to my room. Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. We go up to her room and start showing her ra- showing her around, and she's got like her panties like she has all panties over the place. everywhere yeah. apparently. <laughs> Babe, you have your panties all over the place. No, as a teenage girl. No. No. All right. I don't know if I had. A... <laughs> I don't know if I had that many panties to flop around like that. <laughs> just just flopping. Uh, but yeah, so the mom comes up and is like, oh, hey, I didn't know you had company up here. They and don't actually have accents like that. Yeah, Nobody's they, got they accents. they got kind of Midwestern accents. Oh, we and forgot. Her mom does... Uh, the gravestone rubbing. Gravestone yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting, her quirky that's right. adult. That's right. They were like framed in the stairway or something. Like, what? Nobody does that. Shut up. Um, I don't know, babe. Maybe people in Indiana do? If you're from Indiana and you do gravestone ribbings, hit us up. Yeah, send us some pictures, weirdo. No, <laughs> no, no, no judgment, but but for real, no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so then the mom's like, "Well, what do you like to do?" Like, well, you know, sometimes I like to do gravestone rubbings and stuff like that. You know, when weather permits. Like, oh, uh, uh, do you use powder or stick? Oh yeah, stick. Uh, number number five. five. You don't find that a little bit harsh? No, no, no. It seems to work out pretty well for me. So yeah, total like pulling shit out of his ass. So yeah, the mom does a uh, successful cock block in with the questions, and then uh, yeah. Charles uh, bids them a good day and drives off home, uh, only to be pulled over by some asshole in a Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Hey, who pulled him over? His teacher. Yeah, Mr. Phallus. Yeah, Phallus. <laughs> phallic symbol, phallic symbol, phallic symbol. <laughs> oh, that movie's got to be coming up soon. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, pulls him over and... Uh, uh, Mr. Faust is basically like, there's no such place as Paradise Falls, Ohio, where you claim to be from. I don't know who you are, but I know you're not who you say you are. All your transcripts are fake. Like, Which, well, by the way, in a pre-Google era, he had to do some, like, sniffing. Yeah, there you go. And basically, uh, he's like, alright, how much is it going to cost for you to shut up, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I'm not about money, and starts, like, reaching for his crank. <laughs> And yeah. it's like, uh, what's going on? Well, Charles responds to this, as you might suspect anyone would, by ripping Mr. Phallus's hand off and tossing it to him. <laughs> you know, some people yeah. should just keep their hands to themselves. Right? <laughs> and then he does, like, the weird morphing cat face thing and freaks him out. Wow. And then instead of running into his Volkswagen bug and trying to drive away or anything like that, where does Mr. Phallus go, babe? Uh, into the woods. Into the woods. Into the runoff creek. Yeah, <laughs> that that creek's just runoff from like one of the local farms or something, yeah, right? Totally. Like that's yeah. Yeah, he was gonna die just from, uh, from blood sepsis. contamination and stuff. Yeah. But, but instead, he gets eaten by Charles. Charles and... uh, does the right thing. By the way, so we're gonna find out later. Charles has to suck souls out of people. Why doesn't he suck the soul out of Mister Phallus? Not a lot of soul in there, maybe. Maybe uh, I don't know. Since, since he's, it's kind of implied that he's ke- like kind of a pedophile. This or? is going to keep coming up. Charles has lots and lots of opportunities to get different souls. Oh, I know why. They have to give virgins. To- oh, he needs virgin souls. Virgin souls. Okay, yeah, that's right. we didn't we didn't mention that at the beginning. That's why Tanya's that's such right. a catch because apparently all of her friends are whores, but she's yeah, virtuous and all that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, virtuous yet willing. Yeah. Um, Just like your wife. Wait, what? yeah that's it (laughs) alright so then we meet uh, the officer duo of Andy and Clovis babe who is Andy and Clovis 
Andy and Clovis are Officer Andy and Officer Clovis the Gatto. I'm sorry, the The Gatto? Delgado, is that his last name? Apparently, this police force has a cat on the squad. Yeah, it's uh, an African-American cop named Andy Mm -hmm. who (laughs) is toying with his... I don't know, maybe a year old cat. Like it was a little cat. Oh no, he was a big. That was a big cat. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Eh, he had a big know. chunky head. Okay, but yeah, Clovis is the the cat, and um, <laughs> he's like toying around with it. He's like, "Get that motherfucker, boy!" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, there we do." But then uh, Speeder goes whizzing right by. You know, because once you've killed somebody in the woods, you're going to want to go 120 miles an hour in your of course your baby blue Mustang that. Uh, no, 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 it's a, uh, what was it? It was Trans Am. Oh, that's right, it's a Trans Am, and then, okay, that's right, yeah. Yeah, no, because right. Mom has a Mustang. Yeah, the the, the, morph- the car morphs, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're, you know, they're in hot pursuit, chasing after him. <laughs> and uh, there's, like, a, a school bus that stopped. And they got like the crossing on the kids crossing the street, and of course Charles is just like vroom, 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 yeah, <laughs> right through there, blast right through there. And it's only after he blasts through there, with, you know, narrowly missing kids, that Officer Andy's like, "I better call this one in." Right? Like, yeah, of course, you stupid son of a bitch. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he starts uh, pulling up alongside, and like, ah, pull over, pull over, asshole basically charles just like flips him off but then clovis comes up in the window and charles sees him and his face starts morphing to like five different cat formations and shit yeah and everyone's like what the fuck was that yeah basically uh the trans am like pulls out ahead pulls around a corner and he like just pulls off the road a little bit and then he like starts thinking like wishing something to himself or i don't know he was kind of like all right make yeah, it disappear focusing. make it just dis- focus 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 and like and then the blue Trans Am just kind of disappears so no yep. one can see it. And uh, the cop car comes by and just <laughs> right by. Or no, it even like slows down and like stops by there like, Yeah, he stops right him. in front of it. How the hell did I lose him? Because uh, Clovis, Clovis is sitting in the, uh, oh, the yeah. window and is staring right at him and he's like, stop looking at me, cat, stop looking yeah. at me, cat. Stop and the cat's even like, meow, meow. Reaches his little paw out the window. Meow. Like, I know Clovis, we lost him. We'll get him next time. Meow. And they uh, they drive off, and then uh, the blue Trans Am. That's when it, like tran- he, when it comes back, it like transforms into a red Mustang, yeah. and then he drives off in that. So yeah, so he gets home, and the mom's like, "Did you get it? Did you get my stuff?" <laughs> no, yeah. not yet. Time wasn't right, mom. And then she starts slapping the shit out of yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Mama, no! I'm sorry. I had to do that, Charles. I'm I'm just so hungry." And then she notices big uh, cat scratch on his wrist. Oh, yeah. My baby! She has to so stitch it back up. Oh, no, it wasn't the cat scratch. It was his hand getting slammed in the that's door. That's right, the hand yeah, getting yeah. slammed in the door. So I was like, wait, Clovis didn't touch him? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like, oh, I'll take care of that. And, like, it's healed in, like, an hour or something. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. And the cats uh, are, like, surrounding the house. Like, there's, like, dozens of them surrounding the place. And so what did they do? Start banging right there on the table. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's like, slapping like, why are you being such a bitch? Because right? I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, they uh, they make love every chance they can get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, then the next day, I think it was, they heard a knock at the door. 
And it's Tanya. Hey. Oh, hey, Tanya. What are you doing here? I was in the neighborhood, and I know you were going to come pick me up, but I just oh, figured no. I'd come right now's over. Now's not a good time. Oh, who's your friend, Charles? Oh, hi. Hi, Mrs. Charles, Mom, Mrs. Brady. I'm, uh, I'm just here to pick your son up. I mean... Oh, no, you should come in, Chad. I got something I want to show you. Oh, uh, Okay. And yeah, basically the mom just was she like showing off like the plants or something? What, what was she? Uh, he, she he she just invited her in because they had a few minutes before they had to get off to their date, and then uh, yeah, she um, Tanya was like looking at the little figures, the little cat people figures. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They've been in our family for a very long time, longer than you'd ever imagine. It's around this time Charles is noticing that the reflections and all the mirrors are showing them as cat people, <laughs> and so he's like, oh shit. Uh, Tanya, we should we should really be going. Uh, we'll be we'll but be first, back first. First, they though. go into the kitchen and they're talking in the kitchen because uh, that's where uh, Mama Brady comes up behind Tanya with the scissors. Oh yeah, and is gonna stab her in the back, but Charles stops her just in time. Oh, that's right, because she's like, look, like Tanya's like peeking out the window, like, oh, you got a lot of cats, and then the mom's got oh, yeah. the scissors, like, oh, don't the... worry, we take good care of them. Where, where did you get, where'd you get the Mustang, and where's the uh, the Trans Am? Oh, it's uh, in the shop. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's mommy's car. Yeah. So then they got uh, they go off on their date for a yep. nice little roll in the graves. Roll, roll, roll in the graves. Because you know they're gonna get some rub in there in that that cemetery. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he says something like, "Oh, look, there's a grave over here. I want to rub." And she says something like, "Oh, I can relate to it." <laughs> yeah, get some good rubbing in before nightfall. Like, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Ugh. Uh, at this point, Tanya, she, she wants that D, right? Like, she is down for it. And so they're like, start making out, blah, blah, blah. And then Charles just fucking flips. Oh, like, yeah. Like, if he played his card right, he could just, like, suck the entire soul right out of whatever orifice he yeah, wanted. Yeah, any orifice he wanted, she was willing. But instead, he's like, no, I'm gonna hold you down and slap you around a little bit first, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Why <laughs> and he's is basically this like, we're expecting this shit, where are you, Tanya? Yeah. And then she grabs her camera and just plunks him inside the head with it. Oh, shit. And then she's like, oh, he's trying to rape me. Oh, wait. I should slowly walk up on him while he's on the ground and see if he's okay. No, bitch, you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. If anything, you run over there, drop kick him in the head, grab his keys, and get the fuck out. But, no. So, uh, basically, of course, he pops up, and he's got, like, his little, like, half-cat face now, and he's like, Hey, Tanya, how's it going? And, uh, she grabs a corkscrew and pops him in the fucking eyeball. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. And then the the music during this scene is like is like for comedic effect or something, and it's like, yeah, rape and stabbing people in eyeballs and all that, yeah, fucking hilarious, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then uh, Andy's like driving by. He's like rapping to himself and Clovis and stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. But then he uh, he notices the. Yeah, the Trans Am. You keep or the Trans. It. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, yeah, the morphing red Mustang that they drove there turned back into a blue Trans Am when he when got, he like, got stabbed pop- in the yeah, eyeball. Yeah, when he got popped in the eye, he lost concentration and yeah. turned back into a Trans Am. Yeah. So he got sees the Trans Am. He's like, "Oh, I got this motherfucker now!" 
pulls over and like goes down to the cemetery and he sees uh or no no that's right he doesn't even make it down there because uh tanya's like running up like oh my god happy ah, oh he's trying to rape me and he's like well ma'am you need to calm down no no he can't go down there he's he's trying to rape me and, and he's like a superhero and he can't be stopped and he's got like a cat face and blah blah blah, blah. he's like girl calm the fuck down meanwhile of course charles is like she's walking more up upset behind over him. the barbed penis yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I was totally gonna have it in me. Oh my god, have kittens. And basically, uh, Andy, poor Andy, gets a nice little uh, pencil shammed, shoved into his ear hole. Yep. Oh, he did. And I'm like, ooh, he's out. Drops to the ground. Pencil gets shoved in even further. Yep. And uh, we get the the wonderful phrase. Cop kebab! Oh my god. Said like it's fucking garbage day Jesus or something. Christ. Um, <laughs> but uh but Andy's not out quite yet. Not yet. He he gets up, he's like, fuck. <laughs> Pulls his sidearm. <laughs> clow, 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 just starts randomly yeah. firing at nothing. Oh he got like Oh we got a cut yeah, he got him like once right or twice. Chest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh but Charles is like, oh whatever, that doesn't fucking hurt. Uh but then Clovis gets out of the car. And then Clovis starts clawing the fuck out of his face. <laughs> fuck! It's like smoke and shit coming out of his head. Um, meanwhile, uh, what's her nuts? Tanya, she jumps like in the back of the cop car and just like shut the door and is like hiding back there. And She's like on the walkie-talkie like trying to call in, or on the radio trying to call it in. Like, it's like, uh, Andy, is that you? What's it? It's like, obviously it's not fucking Andy, you stupid bitch. Pay attention. Right, and all, all you gotta do is like, officer down at Old Hill Cemetery, wherever the fuck they are. Come come get him. He's driving a blue Trans Am or a red Mustang or something. I don't know. Officer's got a fucking pencil in his ear. And you'll get people down there, but nope, that right. doesn't happen. Officer down. Charles uh, hops in the car, drives off. He's He's fucked up. Like, he's all kinds of scratched up and... Like, flames were, like, coming out of the wounds and shit like that. Uh, so several hours later, uh, the cops finally showed up there at the site. Uh, Tiny, of course, is number one suspect, as she should be. Because <laughs> she's saying a bunch of crazy shit and there's a dead cop. And uh, this uh, th- this scene here had so many cameos of horror directors. Oh my goodness. Uh, Somebody I, just himself. Yeah, but of course the major one is Stephen King walking around asking. I, I guess he's like, I don't know, the, the fucking grave digger or like the owner of the cemetery or something there. He's just like, oh, come on, you guys got to get out here. You're tearing up my cemetery. Who do I need to talk to? I don't need this kind of shit. I normally try and keep kids out of here. Sheriff's trying to get a statement from Tanya, and of course she sounds fucking nuts. He um, turned into a cat, and then he killed, and then and then he got attacked by a cat, and then and then he killed the officer. That's that's that's, cat, that's great. That's great. That all makes sense. No, um, no, he turned into a cat. What drugs are you on? I'm done on drugs. Doesn't look like I have to take my picture now. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got pictures of him on my camera, so you know what he looks like. Go develop those pictures. Do those pictures play any uh, any role in the movie later? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Nope. I don't think anybody ever developed them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically like, oh yeah, he lives at uh, 66 Wicker Street. You should go check him out. So yeah, they send a, send a couple, uh, send one patrol car over there. Um, and basically it's like, all right. Oh yeah, the, the mom's like taking care of Charles because he's uh, all kinds he's of fucked dying. up. And so uh, basically they make the car disappear and they also make themselves disappear. So when the cops come by, they're like, oh, I guess they're not here. Whatever. But then we're introduced to Captain Ron Perlman. Woo! 
Yeah, Ron Perlman's uh, in this movie. He's so young. Yeah, just baby face Ron Perlman. Which is weird. Uh, but yeah, he basically like busts down the door and he's like, I know you fuckers are in here. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's like the, the stupid ass cop that gets caught in the bear trap. And... Jesus Christ, get back in your cars! And then there's like the whole thing where like uh, the sheriff is like talking to, to Captain Perlman and like, well, the girl says this. And like, yeah, well, I don't buy any of her bullshit. And I'm like, how? What? I'm, what I'm what are sorry? you not buying? Like, oh the yeah, the rape victim. You don't believe? Yeah. I'm like, what? What the fuck, man? Uh, I was like, hey, it's uh, uh, adults and cops in Stephen King movies. They're they're always just the biggest assholes. Yeah, all adults in Stephen King movies are, and mm-hmm. all kids have magic powers. It's true. Speaking of kids, we cut back across town to Tanya's house. Where she's upstairs taking a bath. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But one problem, every time she closes her eyes, she sees Charles! Hey, Tanya. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, yeah, it's daydreaming d- jump scares. Then we cut back to uh, 66 Wicker Street. Cops are still checking out the, the house. And uh, they hear, like, a noise. And it's like, what the fuck was that? I think it was the wind. It's not the fucking wind. <laughs> and then the mom pops up behind them and smashes their heads together. <laughs> and some of the stupidest little head smash. It's like, it's like a Three Stooges oh gosh, thing. It's like, it is. It's like, and like But hey, well, dumb now. idiot cops get an idiot death. Yep. And then uh, Miss Brady, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, that's right. I think she like hops in the cop car and drives over to Tanya's house. Oh, yeah. And she basically just shows up there like, you hurt my son. Ah! And well, like, first she kills her dad. Her dad has the is like, oh, he knows exactly who she is. Oh, oh yeah. Mrs. Brady, even though they've never met. What, yeah, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I've come about my son. Like, you son is an abomination, blah, Your blah, blah. Your daughter tried to kill my son, so I'm here for revenge. Foing! She yeah. claws him. He's dead. Mom comes running in. Oh, my God! Oh, throws mom out a fucking window. Oh, mom gets <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Tanya, get your shit. We're leaving. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And there's that bumblefuck cop that's like, mm. he's the one that's like sh- shooting in its fucking random, Jesus like Christ. not yeah, even close. He, yeah. Um, and how does he die, babe? Oh god, that's right. He's been eating corn in the the kitchen <laughs> all night. So there's a pile of corn cobs. So Mama Brady jams a corn cob between his shoulder blades and yeah, kills him. Yeah, kills him instantly because that's how corn cob in the back works. Because that corn cob in the back works, right? <laughs> right? Yep. All right. So then then we got the scene that was uh, cats running in slow motion across the street. And I'm like, cats, they're coming. They're coming your way. It's like, yes, finally the sequel we've been begging for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically the Mama Brady... Uh, goes upstairs and like grabs Tanya by the hair. Basically, the next we see is she's like walking out the house, dragging Tanya by her hair. Oh, yeah. As the cops are pulling up, like Miss Brady, stop, stop what you're doing and put your hands up. I'm like, bullshit. See you alone on that bitch. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> if you see like three corpses on the lawn and she's like dragging a teenage girl, there's only one corpse on the lawn. The mom. Everybody else is inside. Well, I guess the dad's probably in the doorway or whatever. But yeah, you started unloading that bitch. But no, and what instead happens is Mama Brady gets a hold of a gun, takes like one shot at a cop car, and it fucking explodes. <laughs> I'm assuming that's also part of her uh, cat people powers. I don't know. But uh, yeah, she's, so she steals another cop car, 
or maybe the same one, I don't remember, and drives back to her home at 66 Wicker Street. And basically the cats at this time, there's like hundreds surrounding the house and it's... And she's like, fuck, how am I going to get in there? Well, drives right through and right into this fucking living room. <laughs> basically, uh, hop out of the car uh, and Charles is like, dead like he's already turning like husk like and it's been like you know an hour hour tops maybe the mama's like freaking out like no and she like flicks her fingers and like the music starts playing like dance with charles and tanya's like why would i dance with this corpse (laughs) dance with him god damn it and then charles just pops up and like ah oh my god ah!" (laughs) and and so they start dancing and he's like it is basically like it you know She's, like, dancing with him like he's a zombie or something. And I've written down, Clovis just goes Rambo into the fucking house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Clovis to the rescue. He jumps in. And, uh, oh, yeah, while they're dancing or whatever, uh, Charles starts, like, sucking the life force a little bit out of Tanya. You get that little glow. And and it's just like in Life Force. You get the same blue yeah. glow between them sucking out the life force. But then Tanya's like, nope, fuck this. Gouges him in the, in the other eye. Oh, fuck! And that's when Clovis and all the other cats just fucking start attacking and, like, rip, basically ripping Charles to pieces. So who gets the shotgun? Does Tanya get the shotgun and start shooting? Or was, like, one of the officers? I think Tanya gets a hold of Tanya, the, shotgun. I think it's the shotgun. Yeah, and, like, blasts the mom in the stomach and so, like, it's the hole or whatever. Oh no 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 no! It was it was uh it was the sheriff. The sheriff has comes in with That's the shotgun right. and like starts blasting, and then the mom like tosses them out of the house, and so they start fighting in the driveway. Yeah. And, um, I think he got like caught in a bear trap or something like that too. So he's like hobbling. Oh, that's right. And then uh, Tanya's like running to the cop car to like drive away. Um, but then the mama comes out and she's like, no, you killed my son. You killed my son. I killed you. Ah, and turns into like the weird, the weird cat lady. Oh, that's right. She's like on fire or something. Cause she's got all the cat scratches on her and like all kind of weird. And then the, uh, the sheriff, uh, throws a, one of the bear traps and catches her in the back of the head with it. Oh, <laughs> ah! shit. But of course that just pisses her off and she picks up the sheriff and fucking impales him on yeah. a fence. And it's like, oh, shit. Um, but then Officer Clovis comes back with all of his friends and starts attacking the mom again and ripping her apart. And she starts on fire and running around. Ah, what a world, what a world. Ah. You killed my son, my only son. Ah. So then she's just sitting there simmering on the ground. More cops start pulling up. The Fuji's music starts playing again. <laughs> right. Roll credits. Oh, no, she, oh, it's it's credits rolling on her holding Officer Clovis. By the way, oh, she now yeah, knows yeah. who Officer Clovis is, even though they never met. Because uh, Clovis has the name on, guess, on his yeah. uh, collar thing. Yeah, collar, that's it. Necklace thingamajig. You know, the cat's wear. His cat necklace. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess uh, Tanya and Clovis go back to their palatial estate, clean up the corpses of their families, and Make uh, love. wait, what? <laughs> wait, yeah, no, that's how cat people are made, right? My like, God, you're right. Initially, yeah, Tanya's like her and Clovis are going to start a new race of cat people. My God, you're right. <laughs> Stephen King's Sleepwalkers Two: Cat on a Hot Dick Roof. Meow. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that's Sleepwalkers, babe. Steve.
Would you recommend Sleepwalkers? You know, I would if you are one of those people who love Stephen King movies like I do. I just love, like, Stephen King books are legitimately terrifying. Stephen King movies are fucking ridiculous. (laughs) This one is no exception, and it's perfect in that way. Like, there is something magical about the way they fuck them up every time. It's true. I would recommend it because, you know, you may be like me and... If you like the sat the the sight of a lot of dead cats and uh, <laughs> being being snagged up in bear traps, yet also coming back and being the heroes of the movie, give it a look. Why not? <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we have more beer. What? Fun facts <gasps> and what we learn from Sleepwalkers, Texas Ranger. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, "What were they thinking?" Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, everybody. This is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news. And then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They get better every week. Ah, she's at it. Ah! 
<laughs> Steve, are you parched? I am a little bit. Are you dry and salty? <laughs> You're always, always salty. <laughs> always, bitch. You got something to drink? <laughs> I do. Repeat offender on this here podcast. We have from you went to brewing. Baba Black Logger. Ooh, love that beer. Meow, meow, meow. Because uh, Charles was the black sheep of the family. Ah. I don't get it. Ah. Right. Is, that, is that a sound a black sheep makes? <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Meh. I'm going to pop my top now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my top. Nice. Steve, I used to have black sheep. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What were their names? Gypsy, Fox, and Memphis. Yeah. Memphis is pretty cool. Then, I had uh, it gone with uh, Barkevius or Debrekashaw. <laughs> and the poor. I will say Fox's name when we bought him it was uh, Leon. Oh, see, there you go. Like the star of Cool Runnings. Mm-hmm. And bats? Bats. They're, They're coming. coming. They're coming your way. <laughs> All right. This is a nice brown beer. Mm. Mm. But it's a black lager. Yeah. So uh, it's obviously wearing flannel and a knit cap, <laughs> carrying a small hatchet. <laughs> now, this yeah. is a great beer. It's got a nice off-white colored head. The, the aroma on it is a little bit of the green apple and a little bit of the roasty notes. Very yeah. interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I love the roasty notes on this one. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like uh, not quite chocolate or anything, but yeah, just like just roasted. Just and a little toastiness to add it to like, yeah, a nice light dry lager. It's delightful. Mm-hmm. Baba Black Lager from Uinta Brewing. Hey, babe. Steve. Would you be interested in some fun facts? Are they fun facts because they're super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts? No, they're fun facts, super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Oh! Then yes. Yes, I am interested. All right, babe. Steve. Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> what do you think the critics gave Sleepwalkers? <laughs> 46%. 25%. Really? Yeah, apparently uh, they weren't feeling it. I really can't see why, other than maybe the incestuous race. You know, I'm noticing movies with incest are scored very lowly overall. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's as if it makes people really uncomfortable. Yeah. All right, babe, well, what about the audience score? What do you think they gave it? Um, Let's see. 37 31 percent yeah pretty close all right yeah, there's just gonna be a bunch of people out there who are gonna score a stephen king movie About high because it's stephen king yeah 15 million dollar budget uh made about 30 million worldwide so eh even with like advertising and all that <clears throat> all right fun facts the house of the sleepwalkers is the same one used in the waltons really yeah the one the cats were surrounding apparently didn't really look like it, but no. Yeah. Of course, this was also what twenty years later. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> fell in the disrepair and got taken over by the cats. <laughs> uh, the house the Robertsons lived in uh, was the same house used at the Dragonfly Inn in the television series Gilmore Girls. Do you recall that? Wait, wait, wait. The dr- yeah, yeah. 
the the house that the Robertsons lived in, the okay. Tanya and her family, yeah, is the same house used as the Dragonfly Inn in the television series Gilmore Girls. I'm not gonna Dragonfly lie, Inn? I do remember the Dragonfly Inn. That's where Lorelai worked. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, yeah, it just seemed it like again. a like a white house, you know. Yeah, it was kind of an older like Victorian style yeah. one. So yeah, all right. Uh, here's a fun fact. Mark Garris cast Alice Krieg as Mary Brady, the mom, after remembering her appearance in one of your favorite movies, <gasps> 1981's Ghost Story. I love that movie. That's a movie that not enough people have watched. Coming next week. You'd never even heard of it before we met, no. right? It's no. a good little movie. Ooh, I got it. Ghost Month. Ooh. Go- Ghostuary? We're, we're working on it, guys. We'll, we'll get a Ghost Month in next year. Ghost Don't let us forget, because we want to talk about Ghost Dad, too. And the ghost of Mr. Chicken. And the ghost of Mrs. Ghost Mary. Ghost And ghost. And <laughs> 13 ghosts. And yeah, we got a lot. All right. Yeah! Um, by the way, McGarris... Uh, ghost of Mars. He uh, remembered her appearance in that movie because he had publicized it when he worked as a publicist for Universal Pictures back then. Oh. So yeah, there you go. She does play a great, very similar character in that she's a little That's seductive, true. a little creepy, very mysterious. Ooh, more than a little seductive. You, if you've seen Ghost Story, the one scene that will, you will remember oh, yeah. is the opening scene. Uh-huh. It includes a lot of dick flapping. Ah! And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you've not seen the movie. Yep. Like I that said, is, that is the scene that like, will stick with you. Like I said, coming soon, literally. <laughs> floppity floppity floppity. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's cameo time. Here are the cameos <gasps> that were in the movie. Uh, of course, I had Stephen King as the uh, graveyard caretaker. Yeah. The uh, lab techs early in the movie were John Landis and Joe Dante. <gasps> what? Yeah. Um, and then the uh, forensic techs, uh, the guys that were there at the, the graveyard and stuff, uh, were Clive Barker, you know, from uh, Ooh, Hellraiser. Long yeah. And, all that, and Toby Hooper from director of... <gasps> Life Force. NFL films? That's right. That's right. Toby Hooper, director of Life Force, which makes so much sense for this movie. Since that's a central thing. And then, of course, yeah, Mark Hamill's Lieutenant Jenkins, who is one of the police officers who entered the house at the beginning. So, yeah, there you go. A lot of great days with celebrities. So, babe. What did we learn from Sleepwalkers? Ooh, I learned that there's no love like a mother's love. (laughs) I learned uh, probably one of the greatest uh, headlines in uh, movie history. Cop killed by corncob. (gasps) Yeah. Also, Hero Cat. True. Yeah, Hero Cat in this one. And a lot of cat corpses, too. (laughs) Uh, I also learned... uh, why are you being such a bitch? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, I also learned uh, Ron Perlman was babyface at one time. It's true. <laughs> baby, big chin babyface, but babyface oh, yeah. on the least. Still babyface, yeah. <laughs> Babe, oh, Steve, thank you for watching Stephen King's Cat People with me. <laughs> sleepwalkers, 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 sleepwalkers. Yeah, that's the movie. Because uh, he's been putting out fire yes, with gasoline. gasoline. No. <laughs> no, no, this is the one with the Fuji song. No. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. And thank you for listening to us talk about Cat People 2.0. 
Oh, uh, there's one other thing I learned from this movie. Oh, what's that? Really, I learned it from the X-Files, but uh, it was reconfirmed in this movie. Pretty much any music from the 50s can be used in a horror film, no matter how upbeat it is. That's true. <laughs> I still can't hear that. Uh, Sometimes we oh, walk yeah. hand in, in hand in, in the, the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that song's ruined forever. Yeah. <laughs> also about incest. Oh God, it is. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you for listening to us talk about incest the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, there's no Cattober would take this twisted turn. Get out there, fuck your moms, do whatever Stop. you gotta do. <laughs> or instead, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. And check out my wife's non incestuous art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. <laughs> Ooh, Steve, cat people love kittens! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Coming soon! Um, also, if you're in the uh, Utah area, yeah, <laughs> probably northern Utah, maybe around 23rd in Lincoln and Ogden on uh, <laughs> November 13th, come check us out at 7 p.m. Where we'll be screening Deepest, Bluest, My Hat is Like a fart Shark's Fin. <laughs> like a fart shin. Like a fucking shark's fin. It's yeah. like a fart shin. <laughs> <laughs> My hat is like a shark fin. <laughs> Over. Yeah, deep blue sea. We will be wearing uh, we'll be wearing no arms and short sleeves. That's right. <laughs> As is tradition for that movie. <laughs> Your life vest is off, and that turns me on. <laughs> oh, Steve, I think we just found our intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come see our first live show at Brewies. It is a movie theater you can drink in. Yeah. Oh, and did we mention it's free? It is free. Free ninety nine. Plus, you get free swag and stuff just for listening Woo! to us. Yeah, for a few minutes before yeah. the show. And then afterwards, we'll have a nice little podcast where we uh, talk about, uh, you know, talk about the movie. We'll get your impressions. Very yeah. How Did This Get Made style. And if you haven't seen Deep Blue Sea on the big screen, now's your chance. Oh, I've not seen it on the big screen and Bet- I am excited. Better yet, bring a friend who's never seen the movie. Oh, And shit. watch them during the scene. You the, know the scene. The greatest scene in all of cinema? That's right. That's gonna be like when, uh, like when we took a good friend who had never seen Big Trouble in Little China and watched oh, it on yeah. the big screen. That was fun. <laughs> that was great. About what? About two thirds of the way into the movie, he was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Big Trouble in Little China may be coming in a future uh, live show. By the way, our live shows are every second Wednesday from now until they decide we're not profitable. But, uh, <laughs> right. but don't worry, <laughs> just us buying beer will be profitable. Right. <laughs> So old. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.